Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ, John, Travis, back again to use DynastyTradeCalculator.com and all of its calculating and ranking goodness to help you win your leagues, win some trades, win the non-point scoring season. Just be the great person we all know you are. That's what we're here for, really, in the long run. But in the short one run, what we're here to do is we're here to talk about a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver today. I have John listed as quarterback. And John, why don't you go first? All right. So the quarterback I'm going to bring today, I, I was a little curious about this, this area of quarterback. I'm going to read to you the differences in quarterback rank, quarterback value from top to bottom. So Josh Allen to Patrick Mahomes is about one point. So that's what I'm going to be doing. Then the next one, four points, three points. Then there's a big eight-point gap from Lamar to uh, Justin Herbert. Then we have even the, to, to Burrow. Then we have one point. Then we have actually kind of a big gap here from C.J. Stroud to Richardson. We keep going down the list. We have a three-point gap to Trevor Lawrence, three-point gap to Kyler Murray, tied with Jordan Love, Dak Prescott, same range, two a same range. Then we have a four-point gap to... Fields, Purdy, and then a four or five point gap to golf. Then we get down to where I was very interested in because it's a 10 point gap to these next three. And then the gap after them is another five points. So oh this my is gosh. like, a Are you serious? Very, yeah, it's a really clear tier of three. Will Levis is the quarterback that I'm going to bring. So that was a lot of numbers, John. So just to kind of recap where we are with the quarterbacks, that was 16. Like to get down to, Jared Goff on the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Uh, that's 16 different quarterbacks. Definitely a clear tier break uh, from the top seven to like the rest, like from CJ Stroud to Anthony Richardson and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but then there's a, kind of a tight group, like you said, all the way down to 16 at, at Goff. But then there's a 10-point break just to get to Will Levis and Bryce Young and that crew. That's interesting that there's that's such a hard break. And there's like three giant tiers among the starters. The top seven, eight to 16. And then basically just the rest. Like that's that's an interesting spot because once you get into that the rest category, where we're into the conversation of guys who won't necessarily have their jobs for that long. So that's yeah, that's kind of fun. That's exactly why I wanted to target these ones because this this group of three. That's exactly what they feel like. Is they could go either way. Like they might be the starter for their team or another team in the next two, three, four years. And you're right. It's exactly why I targeted this group. I am fine playing with the other guys, throwing in Derek Carr for a year, throwing in Russell Wilson for a year, having zero confidence. But for just a little bit pricier, maybe I could get one of these three guys that we're going to kind of talk about. It's going to cost me more, but there is probably potential upside. But let's talk about actual. We'll, we'll, we'll use Will Levis as the point. So he comes in on the calculator at the one oh nine. So I'm curious That's where you guys would go. Well, Will Levis. We, we, we have we have you know a fan here of this team. Yeah. And my question now <laughs> is. Oh gosh. Sorry if that was like a, a an unwarranted call out. You know. For yeah, no, what it's okay. Done to you in the past. He yeah. doesn't um, have his Titans hat on today, though. I don't. So, but I, I I should I should have my Mandalorian slash Titans hat on. That is times. a beautiful hat, by the way. Thank you. Uh, is 
Levis still a long-term option because they had complete what feels like complete turnover right uh, since drafting him now that they it seems they're leaning more towards a very pass heavy offense with the play the you know coordinators and everything that they've brought in like is levis there long term like just hmm. i know this is a little more specific than john was yeah. looking for because he was talking more of a, a tier and idea but that, that's oh, what's no. I, i'm on board with this question because that's exactly that is exactly why i want so to the target key. this group Maybe. So, I mean, the Titans never really get national news because no one cares. Um, but uh, Rand Carthon, it was the new-ish GM there. And uh, he's still there. And uh, Rabel's gone. Um, and I'm not sure. There there was, here locally, there's just been a little bit of buzz for, I don't know, there had been for like the last year that there just was some uh, lack of communication or uh, disagreement on direction and disagreement on uh, Levis among other players. And um, I don't know. So it, it, it seems that the ones who remain are still very high on Will Levis and the GM who selected Will Levis, who allegedly allegedly was trying to trade up uh, to get Will Levis, uh, is, is still here. So I think that he's going to get a good long look. Whether he deserves that or not, um, that's more up for debate because I know he had that one big game. Uh, his first big game, he like threw four touchdown passes. There was a lot of scheme adjusted kind of uh, team boosted stuff. He had one really, really good throw in that game. Uh, one really bad uncalled pass interference that gave him another touchdown. And I was like, man, this sucks because there's no way he's ever going to live up to the hype of what he just yeah. did. And lo and behold, he did not. For the rest of the season, after that four touchdown game, for the next, what, eight times he saw the field in, in, in games, he, he threw four more touchdowns the rest of the season mm. and four interceptions to go along with those four touchdowns, completing less than 60% of his passes and missing downfield way more than he was hitting. Um, basically just uh, as, as somebody put it, I can't remember who it was just chucking rocks into the ocean, like just, just getting the ball downfield because he's got a like, crazy, incredible arm uh, and he does have a fun arm talent, but um I'm not confident in him, well, at all. So I would be swinging elsewhere personally, um, but he's going to get at least another year or two for sure from the Titans. Yeah, the reason I love Will Levis, and it'll, it, it will follow him for however terrible he gets. Like, I'll never forget when it was like, uh, Stroud and Young aren't throwing in the combine. Why are you throwing in the combine, Will Levis? Well, I got a cannon. And that was literally all he said. And I'm just like, yep, I like you now. <laughs> Because he, like you said, he does. Um, but it's really funny how unfortunately he had a great game his first game because you're yeah. right, living up to four touchdowns in your first game is, is a little tough. But bringing it back to now, value wise, man, Levis wasn't drafted like at the 109 last year in what was a weaker class. I can't imagine giving up the 109 for him right now because again. He did nothing to show that he's worth more than what he was last season. You know, he seemed yeah. to have the same longevity he did last season where, you know, he's going to get his shot, but it, it, it wasn't right then. So I don't think him starting week one would have changed his his price whatsoever. I, eh, like that, that's, uh, there's no, I, I mean, I, I'll take the pick pretty much every single time on this one. Though the one thing I loved about Will Levis, for better or for worse, that dude did not care if there was a sack coming in his face. Nope. It was like <laughs> just the, the gall this man had to stare these gigantic 
humanoids, you know, rushing at him just to stand there to throw the ball was you got to respect it if anything yeah, else. But. Absolutely. And, and his offensive line last year was not good. Like even like normally you don't have pressures coming from every single offensive lineman yeah. direction, like even from the center, like, <laughs> you know, he's like, even the center couldn't, couldn't get anything. You literally done. choose just, when the play starts. You should be ready for this. Yeah. It's like, Hey, I I'm letting go of the ball. I should know, you know, when this is happening and Aaron Brewer, Oh, bless his heart, man. Give it over 30. <laughs> Give oh, up over there was 30... the southern bless your heart. Yeah, bless his heart, man. Uh, give up over 30 pressures up the middle, uh, which is just ridiculous for center. So he's, I think he's a free, free agent, so he's probably not going to be back. Um, but the Titans need to do something at the, the offensive line. Uh, otherwise, Will Levis is certainly not going to be a hit. Well, it doesn't seem we've ever talked about a QB at the 109 in this coming draft. Would you put where would you put Will Levis in this group of quarterbacks? I'm assuming after the the top three, but how in with McCarthy, Penix, uh, Bo Nix? Like where does he fit in all of those guys? Yeah, that's Just an interesting sure, question. Though, Travis, you're taking the pick, also, I assume, right? Uh, absolutely, uh, hundred times. So oh, yeah, right. Every once in a while, I forget that people can't see yeah. like the reactions when you're like, we're like, oh, yes. you know, we'll take the pick. Everyone's like, <laughs> okay. But no, I think as prospects, um, Levis was always overrated. Uh, he had a cannon, but uh, analytically speaking, he kind of like came in at the very bottom of the of the fringe of key thresholds that you want to see in terms of pass efficiency marks to even be remotely draftable. Um, and so I would say I would I'd probably rank all the top six over him just as prospects go. You know, so um, that doesn't that doesn't really bode well for confidence in his future projections, yeah. but. Uh, that's just as he was a, a, in terms of a prospect, even before he did anything in the NFL. So, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, JJ McCarthy, even with lower volume coming out of Michigan, he was incredibly efficient. Had a top ten mark in, in what I call my QB efficiency composite uh, last year, even despite you know the the low volume. Um, so I'd prefer you know McCarthy uh, and really Nix and Phoenix. You know they were they're older. Uh, Nix Phoenix had four season ending injuries, but even so. Uh, I would still probably prefer uh, Will uh, Will Levis to come after all six of the the top quarterbacks this year. Let's do another list. <laughs> Let's do a list of players in the calculator, um, which I have Levis at the bottom of the list. Calculator has Levis listed first. The list it's only three players: Will Levis, Bryce Young, Deshaun Watson. Wow. Oh man. I mean the most the 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 most contract locked in, guaranteed to be the starter, right? Would be Deshaun Watson, right? Like yeah, the, Browns, the one that I ugh. the Browns can't get away from him for a while. I think yeah. they could just take the loss and move on. Um, That's a massive loss. I don't like. I don't think you can take so that kind of financial in- loss and compete. In this like last twenty four hours, thirty six hours, forty eight hours, um, there has been, and it's not, it's not been like super substantiated, like sourced journalism, but it's been a lot of um, speculation as to how the Browns could get out of that deal and uh, different trades that could actually function. Uh, ESPN went off the deep end and like made some weird Daniel Jones for Deshaun Watson nonsense is just not going to be a thing. But there, there are p- potential moves that they could make just to trade him away even just eating some cap to, to yeah yeah just just hey let's get him out of here 
this contract is ridiculous. Like, they, like there's no way he's not a, a starter for two more years, if not three, uh, somewhere. So, or he's just the most expensive backup ever. I mean, you just can't do it. You know, like you you're basically just you're basically saying, "Hey, we're taking these three years off." Yeah. If, if that's if that's the case, uh, so just I don't like rostering him anywhere, but because of what he's done before, uh, on the field, uh, and what his contract is now, I probably lean Deshaun, which is you know, not super pumped about it, but you, I kind of have to. And then I go Bryce Young, and then Gap to will levis i'm gonna put bryce young first and unfortunately yeah i have to put deshaun watson not last um so it's bryce young deshaun watson will levis um i'm gonna put young first because i there's hope in, in bryce young in deshaun watson it's more like crossing your fingers and toes and hoping a the situation doesn't crumble b he can get back to close to what he was in houston as a quarterback like no i got at this point i don't think anyone's asking for that qb1 anymore but like he looked bad all last season and of course there needs to be time to knock the rust off and to get over throwing the ball in the wrong direction and all of that stuff but like like i'd rather go with the young guy who it looks like they're going to hopefully build that team around as opposed to if he does stay on the Browns, the Browns are more going to piece together whatever it takes to win games as opposed to make Deshaun victorious specifically. Like I think they're going to, the Panthers have a better are more likely to make Bryce Young look good because of what they just put into him. I, I think that idea is probably even lost in Cleveland besides the fact that they're already winning games they just want to win more games so i'm going to put bryce young first watson second and levis third because everything we just said like i it's i was never high in the first place and the fact that his value seems to has gone have gone up for some reason for no reason yeah that, that's how my list goes as well it's bryce young deshaun watson will levis i think bryce young's the only one on this list that has an actual like possibility of, of value really rising I think Deshaun Watson yeah. could. He has to play well for his value to stay the same. Maybe it could go up a little bit. I don't think a lot. Um, I don't think Will Levis' value. I, I think he would have to do more than what is expected for his value to increase in any way. I think his value most likely just kind of goes, goes down the more he plays. <laughs> the more opportunity he gets, the more his value goes down. I think Bryce Young has the chance of, of these three. Now, this is not, I'm not investing in any of these three at the 109. Uh, I had a chat the other day with about Bryce Young. I think I'm in on him at the 111, 112. Like that team that I took to the title game didn't win the title or I won the title. I think that's about where I'm at with Bryce Young. Deshaun Watson, I'd probably want it to be the 201. Like, what do you guys? Yeah, where, not, what, what, where are you guys in on these players? Well, I'm not sending a first for Watson. I'm not personally sending anything. But if someone were to ask me advice, the only way I'm sending a one on Watt for Watson is on the clock, and you just are so bleh on whatever happens to be there at the time. 
Like, I wouldn't want to do that now in case someone I like fell or if it's an open tier and your guy is there. Like, there's so much that would make me say, no, nope, just push Watson later, push Watson later. Um, Bryce Young, it, it's funny. I'm going to get very specific in this, but, like, a lot of the teams where I'm rebuilding, I have a bunch of firsts. Like, and if I have four or five, six firsts, my strategy is usually trade half, draft half because – I can make bad trades and I can make bad draft picks. So I like to go about 50-50 in it. And, and if that's the case, I wouldn't hate sending the 109 for Bryce Young because to me, the upside of him at quarterback is probably higher than, again, if we did start talking about that second tier of QBs at 109, I'd probably already prefer Bryce Young at that point. And if we're talking wide receiver four, five, six, running back one, which no one seems thrilled about, Again, I'd rather take the chance on the guy who is a very good prospect. It was taken number one overall in the NFL. And his bad showing, well, not to take blame off of him, was in a really, really, really bad situation that hopefully should increase with all things put together with their cap space and everything. So I I, I would be okay with the idea of Young at 109 in certain situations. Watson and Levis, absolutely, I, I don't want to send for them travis i think you almost convinced me that i'd prefer bryce over Deshaun. <laughs> as i think <laughs> this through uh yeah i think i probably do yeah i think i just i think i i, I give the edge to bryce actually over Deshaun watson uh, at this point because like when i think of it in terms of like the picks and the the possibilities of direction and value like right now he's like around qb 20 ish and then there's going to be three quarterbacks that come in that are automatically going to be more valuable than him if not four um day one and so he's like you know quarterback to almost 25 and uh if he doesn't do well then his value i i, I think I, yeah i think i'll probably go probably still lean bryce young but i i would still in any case prefer the pick um instead of even bryce uh given i don't know if people have really paid attention, attention to where they are cap wise and opportunity wise to help bryce, bryce young out but they they only have two picks inside the the official draft order is not set yet, but they only have two picks inside the first 102 picks this year, I believe, uh, of, of this draft. Uh, they do have 30 million in cap space. Uh, the, the cap number is also not official, uh, but the best guess they have around 30 million, maybe just over in terms of cap space. So they could bring in like one more good weapon and one more offensive lineman, maybe to help them out. But man, I'm, it's, it's a tough ass to really. A lot of you this know, is because be of how much they invested to get him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like they can't even really—it's oh. not even like a fix-it situation in this cycle, unfortunately. Unless, unless they hit because they have multiple fifth rounders, and they—if they, they get really lucky with day three hits, they could fix it this year. But um, that's probably why I, I still lean pick over Young because it's not getting just fixed right away. Bryce Young pick might result in three one hundred ones for them. Well, one hundred one, one of them for the Bears. Um, yeah, and that's yeah. Well, for for the for just that franchise. Rough. Like it's so bad. Oh, oh God, that's man. gonna go down as just one of the worst deals ever, unless he turns it around. Would what would you give for Bryce Young, Travis? What what first would you give? Would you give a first? Oh man, I think he's right there at the end of around one. It's probably right. like more like one point one two ish for me given the rising value of mccarthy um if 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 it is that he's a top 
like the, the even just this week and not that i would rate mccarthy higher as a prospect even but like what his value is he's, he's trending towards like close to top 12-ish pick in the real draft if, if that happens um there's now a fourth quarterback in there with bowers with the, the trio of wide receivers with you know other players that could land in good spots so very last pick of the first round i think it's like i okay bryce young Fair that enough. feels that feels so low risk to me too that it, the payout yeah. is just yeah. way worse. Yep. So. All right, running back. All right, so technically, I know we just talked about Bryce Young for 26 minutes, but you know we started with Will Levis, and all we're going to do is is take about five steps backwards and, and talk about the man standing behind him in uh, when he's taking snaps from under the center. Uh, I want to talk about Tyje Spears. Uh, he is one like the most like hyped running back at the moment when it's like the new situation coming up, up and coming offense with the new coordinators and everything, Derek Henry, 99% out of the picture, right? He's a free agent and I will always put a 1% chance he'll go back, but I really, 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 really doubt it. Uh, so Ty J Spears is that add into a trade to, you know, get him on your roster for when he gets named the starter, there's a value bump. Or if this offense does just click, maybe he's that guy. Because even last season, while Derrick Henry was doing pretty well on the ground, Spears was their receiving back. And then Spears did get some carry when either it was pretty obvious the Titans weren't going to be winning at all. And they just wanted to see what they had and everything. Um, so, Here's here's where I, I got a little disappointed when putting this in. Tajay Spears is equal to the 112. And, and I wasn't ready to see that one there. I really nope. was hoping for a 203, <laughs> 204. And yeah. I probably would have gotten so on board with that. Um, but I guess before, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the running back situation in this draft feels so weird, but like where, I mean, Travis, what's, what's Ty J Spears against these running backs right now? I think there's a great chance that maybe two of them uh, come in and, and are immediately more valuable. Uh, there are a few names who continue to kind of rise in that mix. I really am one that's high on uh, Trey Benson out of uh, Florida state. Some people uh, are going to be higher on Braylon Allen. Some people are going to be really high on Jonathan Brooks, like Corum. Um, Bucky Irving, I mean, like Audrey Gustame, like there's a bunch of guys that could sneak into day two that might be uh, in the right spot immediately on par uh, with that kind of value. It is interesting that Spears actually outsnapped Henry by, I think, like five snaps last year, which is a little weird. Um, and there's not a whole lot of buzz that says the Titans are going to bring in somebody to replace him. So he's in, in a good position to kind of have that at least one A role. But it still feels awful weird to to think, man, Tajay Spears, first round rookie pick. Uh, so no thanks, actually. I am also taking the pick. <laughs> uh, there will be a receiver at the 112 that I want. There will be something else I want to use it on, whether it be a quarterback, tight end, a future 25 first. <laughs> like, uh, I would take a lot of things over taking a running back at the 112 essentially yeah and especially because we have such a habit over the past few years that whenever we don't know what to do with the 112 we unnecessarily push a running back up yeah usually so, they're usually they're from Tampa, they're on tampa bay you know we we push up uh 
Keyshawn Vaughn. We push up. Uh, Rashad don't, White was fine. Don't, don't you dare besmirch the name of no. Rashad White. Rashad no, White was fine. not White. There was another one in there also that I, I'm completely blanking on. Um, but yeah, and part of me is a little worried we're hitting that this season because we're also on all these running backs that we're just we're going to hit that 110 and be like like we need to put a running back here right like there needs to be a first running back when there really doesn't need to be one i think there will be one i think i think one will get reached reached for on the draft like especially like like imagine the um uh, let's just let's just say the packers like draft aaron jones replacement or the chargers draft the austin eckler replacement um now i'm interested a little bit yeah right like there's there's going to be somebody like you know, the the Packers in, with pick fifty or whatever they have, or you know, because Jim Harbaugh, coming from freaking Michigan, where they didn't even throw a pass for the second half of one of their games this this season, like that a running back to to, to go play for the Chargers for for a, a Jim Harbaugh team, Blake that's Corum goes gonna, to the Chargers. Yeah, I know, and, and that's people a possibility. Gonna, that's really a possibility. Like early third round, that that could actually happen. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I will I not know, take the running back. But I, yeah, I, I still pick for me. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, again, it was a player that I'm. I was interested in the idea of maybe not even specifically him, even though it's not like Spears is bad or anything. But just the situation is one of those where let me see if I can get a few just in case that bump happens when he they don't bring in someone else. But at the one twelve, that's that's you're becoming a gamble. You're, you're priced about as high as there's really no room for him to go up in value from there. Yeah. He has a good season, okay? He's still worth a late first, and because he, he's a year older, he's a running back. Like, I mean, he doesn't have va- ACLs. Like, his his value is declining. Agreed. Like, there's no the, the 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 what it would take for his value to go up from the one twelve just seems extremely unlikely. And it would need to be in point scoring season, a couple of weeks in, showing that he's going to be a solid like low end one. And that's asking a lot. <laughs> yeah. so, just wait. If he if he ends up being good and being what you need, give your twenty five first for him when you when the time comes. Yeah, there's no reason to do it now. RJ Spears is Tony Pollard from last off season. <laughs> that's that, that's that's exactly who he is. That's painful for a lot of people. All yeah. right. So I almost did put him on this list too, but I did not. So the list is Ty J Spears, Zach Charbonnet. DeAndre Swift, Jalen Warren, and Javante Williams. Oh, pass. That's interesting. I mean, running back is gross, isn't it? It really is. I mean, like, if you just go down, like, the running back rankings, yeah, it's because in in a start to running back, mm-hmm. all of these guys are getting starts. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah, every week. Actually, I think I probably lean uh, – Actually, I mean, still, actually, do like Swift. I'll go Swift first, Javante Williams second, and I'm not high on him at all. But then maybe Spears, and then it was Warren, and who was the other? Oh, Char- Charbonnet. Oh, and then Charbonnet, and then Warren to round it out. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, uh, Swift, Javante Williams, uh, Tajay Spears, barely over Charbonnet, by the way, and Jalen Warren. I think I have Charbonnet above Spears, but other than that, same list. And I, I honestly, I'm like, really don't care. You could, you could literally just shuffle these up, throw them out in any order, and I wouldn't disagree. Like, I feel nothing 
<laughs> from the yeah. top of the list well, to the bottom would, of the list. The Steelers, the Steelers player has to be last, though, right? Like, automatically, right? I mean, oh yeah, that's right. Because I'm a Bengals fan. That's true. That's right. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, they don't have quarterback figured out at all. I mean, like Swift isn't. I don't think Swift is locked in as as Philadelphia's starter no. next year. Is no, he? no he's a free agent. Yeah. So, and that's why I think there's there's a there's a great opportunity for him to have like that contract bump, you know, in the, in the yeah, coming weeks here. That's so. true. Javante's definitely going to be in Denver. Uh, which I mean, ev- everyone else of... is locked into where they are. Yeah. But it's what is it where they are? And I purposely did pick a lot of these players. Like Javante's the one guy who seems like he probably has the most stability, but what that team gotta, is going to look like. And yeah, we've waited a long time for Javante. So like, that's why the iffiness of him in general got put in this list also. And all of these guys could be one year and just of zero value this time next year. Yeah. My list is pretty similar, except I, I mean, I have Swift one. I put Spears two because the rest of these guys have more to worry about. And again, I, okay. So let me just read the list. Swift, Spears, Charbonnet, Javante, Jalen Warren. Um, I put Javante fourth only because of the length he's been in the league and how he hasn't done what we hoped yet. And that will really hurt a player's value when they don't live up to whatever our expectations were. Forget what they are in the real world. It's just what us fantasy players expected him to be. Um, So I, I pushed him down a little bit. Um, Spears is two just because he has the least competition in his backfield compared to everyone else. Like Charbonnet has Walker, Warren has Harris. I mean, Jaleel McLaughlin at times looked better than Javante Williams did, but still Javante to me is better. But still, I, I, yeah, I, I, I was a little worried this conversation could go this way if there were no flags to be planted. But like to me, it seemed interesting. This group of running backs who are valued very closely and all have very weird situations. Which one of them can I get for my 206 or 207? Like if I need a running back and I have a mid second pick, I'd send it. Just send the offer for all of these guys and maybe one of them gets accepted. I mean, and, like, and the thing is, the funny thing is like, Swift and uh, my one and five, I think, are the two guys that you might be able to pull that off on. And I might regret it. <laughs> I might see that accept email and be like, oh, it went through. Okay, yay. I've got a running back. I don't, it's definitely not a late first for any of these guys. That seems way overpriced. As usual, non-point scoring season running back talk goes in a very direction. So so let's move on to wide receiver who's so much more fun. (laughs) And Travis is bringing in a guy. Who are you bringing in, Travis? I am going to uh, be comparing this wide receiver to three other players at all different positions just to kind of throw a wrench in things. Uh, But I'm going to be bringing in a a player that uh, uh, is sitting right behind you right now, actually on the wall. Uh, For those of you who cannot see, uh, T Higgins name is, is right next to Russ's head actually uh, on the screen as we're recording T Higgins wide receiver team to be named, uh, is going to be the player that I want to talk about today. Uh, and we'll get to the comparisons in terms of, uh, you know, value, uh, that you might move him for at other positions, not just wide receiver, but as a pick, he comes in right near the 1.08, 
uh, or 1.09. I'm going to lean to the 1.08 with Higgins uh, just because I, I believe this podcast uh, likes that guy okay. So yeah. 1.08, eighth rookie pick this year. We got three quarterbacks who are definitely going to be going off the board at that point. You got three wide receivers going off the board at that point. And you got probably Brock Bowers coming off at seven. And then after that, you have a whole bunch of players that might land in great spots at that eighth slot. So what do you guys prefer, Higgins or pick eight? All right. Three, two, one, Higgins. Higgins. <laughs> I, I mean, the thing above any of that, Higgins, A, we've seen be very good in the NFL. And he's either going to – it seems like he's going to get tagged, which I – I hate the franchise tag so much. Um, either he's going to stay in Cincinnati or he's going to choose his team, which is already an insanely better situation than an incoming rookie who's going to get drafted somewhere. They don't have a choice and we're going to have to make that decision. Is this player in this spot worth it? Uh, everything leans Higgins to me in this situation between him and the 108. What if he goes to the Titans? I am, I'm ready. I'm preparing oh. myself to accept this and I'm good with it based on the fact that he will, he will be the main target there. He will be in a offense that now wants to be pass heavy. And the issue right now in Cincinnati is that he just doesn't get, he can't get the volume. So let him go get that volume. I'm a little worried at the amount of catchable, passes that will be thrown his way but again if he can get 15 targets a game then i'm fine with nine of them being catchable is that was that over well i'm pretty easily higgins here uh the only the only worry that i would have is at the 108 when that draft time comes around and some idiot in my league goes and picks a running back in those first seven picks or goes off the board and throws a fourth quarterback in there or something. And then one of those top seven falls to that eight spot. And I go, son of a bitch. And that might <laughs> happen now because yeah, JJ McCarthy. Yeah. But sorry, I, I cut you off. No, I no, no. You. That's, that's the, he's, he's <laughs> it a, seems like you stopped he, him from cursing. So it's probably for the yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. He's, I, he's, I, he's I'm just player. John's, I'm just John's bleeper. Uh, he's, the, he's the player that I was thinking that somebody is going to end up pushing up the board and then I would have the chance to get who I really, I would not give any of the top seven picks for T Higgins. Like it goes top seven picks T Higgins one Oh eight. If somebody else is dumb though, they're going to make me look dumb <laughs> and that's going to annoy the crap dumb. out of me. So oh, man. it's kind of a, how much confidence do you have that your league mates uh. are going to right, make the right first seven picks? That's yeah, the only... going through all my leagues. Yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, dumb, that's the only smart, concern dumb, that dumb, I have. Smart, like, smart. Give it up the 108 right now. I might regret it down the road. Um, See, and again, it's because of my personal bias towards this player that I would be fine with it. Yeah. Again, and this is a very specific player to a very specific person, but in general, coming from someone who isn't crazy like me, I'm with John, you know, that that's the right way. It's like when you're at the, the p- first pick after that tier, you're always terrified that someone's going to do something dumb and you're not going to be able to be there to reap the benefit. The thing is, again, like 
even talking specifically with T Higgins, I don't think that price is going to change. I'll like, tell you what, that's, I think I've convinced myself and what you just said is the reason why I think I can hold the one Oh eight. Let's say T Higgins goes to a good landing spot. He's going to be worth the one Oh eight. Yeah. It's not going to change. Like, I don't think if he goes to a bad landing spot. He's going to be worth not the one Oh eight. All right. So, I'm going to try one. I got to find one hypothetical that just maybe throws this off. Okay. Just because it's it's very real, given most recent trends this week. I what I have to remind myself over and over that not everybody uh, like lives up to their neck in mock drafts and like betting yeah. odds and constantly <laughs> shifting nonsense and writes fifteen thousand plus words a week on this stuff. But so Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Drake May seem like super chalk. Pick one, two, three at the top, going yeah. to uh, the Bears uh, if they hold on to the pick, Commanders and the Patriots. After that, there's three more wide receivers. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. out of Ohio State, Malik Neighbors out of LSU, and Robin Nunes out of Washington. All are locks, virtual locks at this point, to be also top 10 real NFL draft picks. After that, you have Brock, Brock Bowers tied in Georgia, who is like Jimmy Godstead, is tied in prospect, also probably going to be a top 10 pick. It's an absurd like fantasy top 10 this year. We already know this. So that's we're seven picks in right now. But just this past week, the, the betting odds shifted towards J.J. McCarthy being a uh, kind of runaway favorite to be the, the Vikings selection, whether that's at pick 11 or pick 42 or if some, some kind of move happens where they trade up or down, whatever, to get him. There's a lot of debate on, on where his stock should be. God, if he goes 11, he's definitely getting if drafted he goes, in the top seven. If he goes pick 11 to the Vikings. Yeah. And he has Justin freaking Jefferson and Jordan Addison and whatever. Yeah. I mean, like it's just... I mean, that's that would that might not be dumb, and, you know. I, I, honestly, just because of, like the weapons uh, at hand uh, will make him look good regardless of what happens. So, if that happens in that hypothetical, overly specific scenario, yeah, does that change anything for you guys? Just, yeah, just I mean, curious. I already I already changed as I was thinking about it that I will take the pick because I think that's the I think that's the safer bet to to be able to capitalize. I don't think T Higgins will ever cost me more than the 108 between now and and the draft. Like I don't think he'll cost me the 107. I don't think he'll cost me the 106. No matter where he ends up, I think the 108 is his max. So I might as well keep that that max value of the 108. Yeah, that's maybe kinda... that locks me into something else. So I think that's the way safer way to go. Yeah, that, uh, that's the kind of picture I'm wanting to pay. Just because yeah. I want, I want Russ to change his mind and, and choose something over Higgins. I don't think we're going to get Russ, but he's I think he's thinking that before, and, and it got him thinking it. some Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> my, okay, one last question before we go to see whatever we're going to talk about next with your list. Um, Roma Dunze, like it, it's it's weird to hear. He could be T Higgins. He could be T Higgins, uh, but he's the. A, he's by no means bad. Well, like, but he's like the third wide receiver out of that group of three. Uh, how much does landing spot matter for him? Like, if he lands where he is the second fiddle, like if he lands in whatever in Dallas with with CD Lamb there, if he pulls into you know Jordan Addison or T Higgins situation where you know he is the number two on his team, would that devalue him enough to be below T Higgins in Cincinnati? I don't because I don't know enough about the player himself yet. So, All I know is what I've heard a few people say, sure. and there's from he might as well be Marvin Harrison Jr., just doesn't have that name, to yeah, he's pretty good. I don't get the hype, but he's good. 
I think that um, I think he's going to test really well at the combine, and his his hype is going to continue to rise because he's going to at least in in terms of like a size adjusted sense, he's going to be just kind of a freak. Um, there are some people that are trying to say he's going to be like you know Kevin White testing good. Mm-hmm. Like for like I don't think that I mean that's probably a bad name to share considering he was in yeah. a massive bust. But he was like yeah. he ran a four three five at at pretty big. Like uh, yeah. th- there was a lot of hype around him in, in that year. Um, and so I think there's a chance he tests uh, like that. And if he does, I think that, you know, he might actually go before neighbors uh, in the draft. Um, and I think, and so I don't think he'd use like the clear three, uh, at, at least consensus even at this, at this time. And so for me, I think he is a clear three just cause I love the, the absurd, like deep threaded nature of, of Malik neighbor's skill set and how he kind of works the vertical stem out of the slot and, has just ridiculous efficiency numbers across the board with over four yards per team pass attempt this last season. But Roma Dunze in his final season was incredible and was almost good enough after three years uh, to be uh, a solid uh, NFL first round projection, but just not quite. Uh, but now he definitely is. And so I think he's a prototypical X that is going to have great athleticism and top 10 capital. And so I think that comes in more valuable across the board. Than okay. Higgins, regardless of the exact landing spot. Still not going to change my answer, but I get everyone else saying it. <laughs> I thought, thought I had you. Oh man. Okay. But anyway, let's. You guys ready to? Yes, it's not a long list. Yes. So, uh, and I threw in another name just to be fun here. Um, one of the names is actually a player we've already talked about today. So I'm not sure he's going to rank very highly on this list given this conversation and where we've already been, but. Uh, the quarterback I wanted to throw out here was Bryce Young, actually, just because I was curious. Uh, one year removed from his being the you know the top pick versus T. Higgins, and then uh, of course T. Higgins, and then Kyle Pitts and uh, Rashad White. So we've got you know a running back that is by far easily a consensus running back one in dynasty value right now. We have John's. Bay and and Kyle Pitts, uh, who should be hypothetically in a better situation moving forward. The obvious have, top of my list. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You picked like three faves yeah. and then threw Bryce Young in there to the Wolves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was just curious, uh, just because he is. I mean, we've already kind of talked about him, but it seems like he's going to be at the bottom for you guys. But all kind of like at, at their peaks, premier highly valued assets less than a year ago, you know? So yeah, go. <laughs> so I'll go Pitts number one. Uh, I, I think he still has the highest possible value upside of anybody on this list. Maybe Bryce Young because he's a quarterback, but I just don't see the pathway for Bryce Young to ever get there. Uh, Caroline is just in trouble. Like they, they reset the coaching the next thing they do after they're unsuccessful will be reset the quarterback. So unfortunately, I don't think he gets there. Pitts has easily the highest up here for me. Um, still young, <laughs> still young folks. He, I think he's uh, what's his age versus Brock Bowers. It's got to be close. Yeah, he's actually uh, no Bowers is, is still very young too. Uh, so he's he's gonna be a twenty one year old rookie, and so Pitts oh. is twenty three. So. Oh, geez. Oh, guy. All right. So Pitts is number one. I have Higgins number two. I do have Bryce Young number three and Rashad White number four. Pitts would be a clear tier for me, of course. Um, T. Higgins might be a tier of his own here. And then 
Bryce Young and White are probably together. Uh, just thinking about what picks I would give up for them, I would give up, like we talked about earlier, the 111-112 is where I'm at for Bryce Young and Rashad White. T. Higgins, the 109-110 would be easy. The 108 would be a discussion that we previously had. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just, the reason I ask is just like those three on, on like the skill positions, Pitts, Higgins, and White are all within 0.6 points on the Dynasty Trade calculator. Mm. So it's, it's a really tight window in terms of how the calculator values them and really I, what I think my, how I think my league mates kind of value those. Three, oh, I so. need to go turn some Rashad White into Kyle Pitts. Yeah. I, my list is the same as John's. And it, again, you guys made me pick someone over T. Higgins, but. <laughs> it's the truth is if victory what i would do and what the right answer is are two different things i would take t higgins over kyle pitts but the real answer is everything john said kyle pitts easily has the highest ceiling the second kyle pitts hits this season and i think it will happen it's going to be this is what we've been waiting for it's here and he's Not what gonna, we've been waiting for. This is what we saw his rookie year, Ron. Yeah, now he's doing it again. Don't don't try to apply logic to this because the real answer is yes. He had an amazing rookie year. He just yeah, didn't get touchdowns. Um, but so so yeah, I had to put Kyle Pitts one. But if you're asking me, I had a startup pick and they're sitting next to each other. I'd probably take T Higgins because I'm me, but not because it's the right thing to do. Um, and, and then I, I broke a tie between Young and White purely based on position um, and the fact that QB will just always have the base value over running back, though. I think Rashad White can score the most va- most fantasy points this coming season. I think Rashad White has the chance to score the most on this list. Um, yeah, if it's a redraft uh, draft, Rashad White might go above all these yeah. guys. Um, but that's not what we're playing, and that's definitely not what we're playing in February. So that's why he's on the bottom. But again, it has absolutely no disrespect to Rashad White and what he'll be able to do this coming season, assuming, you know, they keep everything relatively similar. You know, Baker stays, they get someone to replace Mike Evans and that kind of thing. But yeah, you you, you made me put T. Higgins second, and I don't like you very much. <laughs> I love, I'm going to have to go back and, and uh, get the exact quote of what you said, but you basically just said, I'm giving you bad advice right now. <laughs> No, no, I'm no, giving. He's saying, do as I say, not as <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yes, yeah. that is a very commonly used phrase. Don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> do not listen to me here. This is what you should do. This is what I will do, and I will be yep. wrong, and I will know I will be wrong. Yep. But I am okay with being wrong. Yep. Perfect. All right, but what? What's your list, Travis? Yeah. So my list is Pitts actually first. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I had to go Pitts, and then I I go T Higgins. And then I go Rashad White because I like scoring points, and then Bryce Overrated. Bryce Young Overrated. at the at the bottom. Yeah, yeah imagine that, like scoring points, prioritize and prioritizing that. Um, yeah, I just think that Young is in a situation where he's going to have a, his, his second year is still going to be kind of rough, uh, and so I think what that does to his value uh, is 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 going to be up in the air, and so I just don't know what to do with that. I still think he can succeed long term, but I want points, so I lean white over him yeah and, and that there's a good team. chance we're looking at bryce young at like what does he do on his second team yeah uh, 
yeah. See, here's the here's the thing. Like next season, let's pretend Rashad White does what he does. He just did this past season, which is have a very very good season, and then let's say Bryce Young just does better. You know, not great. He he, he keeps himself as QB sixteen to nineteen. You know, in that uh, he's young. He did a little better. Let's let's keep trying. Um, their values will be probably similar to each other's but in different directions because at this point Rashad White's what four years in the league and Bryce Young is doing well and getting close to the end of his rookie season where if he shows out we'll be able to hopefully move to a better situation afterwards Mm -hmm. so I think again with this list and we're talking dynasty that I if I'm not a full-on competing team that's why I would put Bryce Young above Rashad White but Again, just because you're not competing doesn't mean you don't keep these running backs on your roster until it's time to move them. Like holding Rashad White until August when other people start looking to set their lineups could be a very strong move. I don't have always have the patience for that, which again, which is why I'd say do as I say, not as I do, because I'd probably move him too soon because I don't have the ability to sit and wait. But yeah, these I won't be sad to have any of these players on my rosters. I like them all. So Pacheco or T. Higgins? T. Higgins. That was easy. Travis? Yeah, I, I go with T. Higgins still. Yes. I just made that trade, so. That's what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very easy. Very easy. Good for you. I don't know. I, we'll see how it goes. No, no, no. It, I'm it, nervous. It, we don't we don't look down the road in dynasty. We just look to see what happened right now. And right now oh, you win. That's 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 what matters. And definitely don't look back. right now. Right now we are closing down the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher, Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Travis May at FF underscore Travis M. Ring the bell. We're-